right, welcome back to the Craft Beer News and Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Ben David. The podcast, again, that brings you the latest and greatest news throughout the industry, followed up with a couple reviews with my wife and I. So, uh, this week on the podcast, we are reviewing Samuel Adams' Cherry Wheat and Bell's Obron. So, last week on the podcast... My wife Ashley, she mentioned she wanted some more flavorful summertime beers, so I picked out uh, two of the best-known uh, beers around here, I guess, in Michigan. Uh, Obron, it just released uh, a few weeks back, and of course, Sam Adams Cherry Wheat, which is, I mean, year-round distribution, you know, across the country. So we're going to be talking about that on the second half, here in the first half, and in the intro, I want to... Mention that, again, we are brought to you by Jake's Corner Lounge over there in Bay City on 3rd Street. At Jake's on Sunday nights is service industry night from 9 p.m. to close. On Sundays, they have karaoke, all-request DJ, and half-off draft beer, and half-off well drinks. On Thursdays, you can mention this very podcast, or you can mention Michigan Podcasting Network, which we are affiliated and we are on. And if you mention us again, uh, you can get 50% off all drafts except KBS. So, again, this this podcast, it is brought to you also by the Michigan Podcasting Network. Over there, we have this podcast. We have Major League Madden. And we also have Don't Forget the Popcorn, a podcast reviewing the current movies. And also, every week, they... They pick a, a subject, uh, you know, different movie titles and genres, what have you, to review and to talk about. So uh, that's all the plugs. Again, second half, stick with us for some reviews. But first, let's get to some news. <laughs> First news article on the podcast is Molson Coors U.S. shipments depletions decline in Q1. So worldwide sales of Molson Coors offers or offerings in the first quarter declined 1.2 percent to 2.3 billion. The company reported this week. Uh, Molson Coors, whose brands include Coors Light, Coors Banquet, Miller Light among others, reported a 4.7% decline in worldwide brand volumes. So that's that's pretty big news. And also the company net sales per hoctoliter increased 2.3% through March of uh, March 31st. So a couple different you know figures there that decline is 1.2%, but then net sales increased. Molson Coors president. Mark Hunt called the Q1 results solid. So they're they're not too worried. It is a little bit of a downward trend. And also, I only bring this up because we always keep our eye on the enemy. And with craft beer sales, you can see those plateaued, you know, over the last year or so. And so it's always good to see, you know, what's happening, you know, across the board. So you can, you can maybe predict what your sales are going to be, what the market trends are. That is our first news article. 
This next article is a survey to reveal factors driving the craft beer growth. So this is pretty cool because it's just, it's numbers. I'm an engineer by day. I just love going through this stuff. So this survey was pulled with craft beer drinkers aged, of course, 21 and up. They had a survey with 2,000 people and they had different factors, I guess, and questions that we're going to go through. It's kind of fun uh, to see where everything's at. So drink, first thing is drink craft beer once a week. And this was 49%. Most preferred style of craft beer. No, uh, no surprise here. It's IPA. Visit brew pub or brewery once a month. 41%. Uh, that's, that's not too bad, I guess, depending on the the poll, I mean, actually, my percentage, man, I go once every three months lately. You know, got the kids and everything else. It's difficult to get out, but when I do, I always like to go visit, you know, the local ones here in mid-Michigan. Uh, factors drinkers look for in a craft beer. All right, so now this is starting to get to some real good data here. So we're looking at about... they all factor in taste that is very good to hear (laughs) if not you're just putting randomness in your mouth and that doesn't even sound appealing Uh, next one is style over with about 63% is style then next uh, 52% is price and then it starts dropping off here with 37% it factors into the brewery. Uh, next is alcohol percentage, which is at about 30%. Uh, brewery location is where you start getting to 20%. Packaging available in bottles is also at 20%. Interesting. Uh, wow, surprising here. Uh, about 18%. Pairs with food. I mean, everything goes with Taco Bell, whatever kind of IPA you got. Uh, next is available on draft at 16%. Here at 10% is sizing, whether it comes in a six pack, four pack. Um, I guess that doesn't, I'm surprised that's not even higher. And then the last one at about 7% is available in cans. So kind of interesting there of how that's spread out. I expected some of those bottom ones to be up top. Moving on, though, does price influence whether you purchase craft beer? So this kind of correlates to what they they asked up there. Um, This was, I mean, it was at 52% was price. But when you ask them just straight up, um, the ballers come out and 76% said, no, fuck no. But yet, if you look at the numbers in the survey, that is the third most concern. So... Um, it's, it's just kind of funny when you put someone on the spot, their, their answer changes. But next is average monthly spend on craft beer. That is $59. I can see that. That's probably what, four, four, six packs about in this area, which is six pack a week. I mean, that's not bad. That's, you know, that's doing your thing there. So women spend a little less at 50 and men uh, uh, spend $66 per month. I see that's that's dead nuts right on for me about. Uh, believe craft 
beer's popularity has increased within the last few years? 49% say yes. Drinking more craft beer now than the last year? Pretty much everyone at 94% says they're just drinking more. Pretty much loving it. Prefer craft beer over big brands. It is almost cult-like, and that's why I always mention when I talk about some of the other you know, big boys, I always say, the enemy. Well, with this one, prefer craft beer over the big brands. 91% say yes. And of course, why not? Just the different categories, flavors, and actually flavor. I mean, you go with the big boys, you know, that's just really, you know, that's just water with a little bit of rice in there. Uh, next one is factors driving craft beer's growth. So what their opinion was, was, Taste and quality. So I guess number one was taste at about 71%. 69% was quality. And then the next one was craft beer. The culture just at 67%. So those are neck and neck, each one. Uh, it's very, arguable. I mean, you can argue each one. And, and I'd say, I mean, yeah, definitely taste and quality. With technology helps come quality or you can get repeatability, so um, you know I can buy that. Next one, growth of breweries. And that is for sure what helps growth. I mean, when you have more breweries, they're more accessible. I mean, we're over 7,000 now, which is just bananas crazy. All right, next one, higher alcohol content. That they're saying that is driving the growth, but actually freaking market trends having NA beers is growing through the roof, which is just eh, weird to me. Uh, when craft beer is most preferred, okay, we got summertime, 50%. Fall, 7, excuse, 7%. Uh, let's see, winter, 7%. Spring, 5%. And there we are, no preference, 31%. You know, I I'm not seasonal. I go I go big all year round. So that is some interesting stuff. I mean, pretty cool different stats to look at. So there you have it, the different stats of why they think craft beer is growing. Next article is just this quick, the value of a fractional pour. So uh, my craft beer Owners, workers, bartenders, there's been a study here, of course. I got to bring you some numbers. So this is just real quick, a study that tracked pours at breweries. They found 71% of guests who request a sample of beer go on to order a full-size pour of the same beer. That's good news. We're basically, you know, they're saying we're helping them find you know, the beer, but I don't know, 71%, they're not really searching too much. They, they settle on the first one. I know for the most part, that's what I, I, I tend not to sample because I tend less to discriminate against beers. That's how I, I'm just kind, open-hearted. I will finish whatever kind of beer, whether it's a good or a bad choice. Uh, once in a while, if I'm sitting directly at, you know, the bar, and the waiter or waitress or bartender, um, you know, is just beyond helpful and, you know, offer. And then I'll usually, you know, I'll try one or two. Or sometimes when I go to a new brew pub, 
you know, I'm getting a flight anyway, so I'm sampling everything so then I can know for the next time. So, uh, yeah. So take note of that when you're at your local uh, brew pub. See what they offer and see if you fall into that 71%. Are you just buying what you taste? I know I am. And our last article is Mexico City lawmaker moves to ban refrigerated beer sales. What the fuck? Why, for one, why does government get involved into that detail of beer sales? It just, I don't know, it's just beyond me. Anyway, that's, I mean, that's beyond, that's across the board. But let's get into this. So, from the article, it says, here's the deal. A Mexico City legislator has introduced a proposal to ban the sale of cold beer at convenience stores. The idea, according to Business Insider, is that the ban will help stop public and underage drinking by limiting alcoholic beverages that are readily available in the cities. So it's just someone's fucking idea that they're outsmarting everyone. It's just killing me. But that's the proposal. I mean, there's there's different laws across, you know, the country. We'll see if this one gets passed. I'm not sure how it helps, you know, beyond, you know, they, they just think since it's cold, you're popping the top immediately. You know, I'm not sure if they really have any. It doesn't look like there's any science behind it. It's one guy on his soapbox, but there you have it. Just bringing you the news. All right, there you have it. That was the news portion of Craft Beer News and Reviews. Now stick around for the second half. I will be joined by my wife. We will start sampling some summer beers and get you in the mood to get you through with some nice beers to have outside, poolside, lawnmower side, wherever. So stick around. We'll be right back. Alright, welcome back to the Craft Beer News and Reviews podcast and the second segment, which is the reviews. And of course, I am joined, like always, by my wife, Ashley. Ashley, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Let's (laughs) take a deep dive into my emotional feelings. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, like always, the second half of this is brought to you by Jake's Corner Lounge, again, over in Bay City, Michigan, off of 3rd Street, where they have the the lights. What do they call them? The 3rd Street Bridge. 3rd Street Bridge. I always forget that because the way I think is, you know, lights, they're stringing over. I don't know what the bridge. I mean, I guess they're a bridge for uh, squirrels. In, in some kind of vermin, <laughs> right? But besides that, that's why I can never think it's called... It's a selfie background. I know, but I can never think of why it's called a bridge and unless... And I, I'm, I'm going to start relating that to squirrels, and then I'll remember, like, squirrel, what? <laughs> so that's how I'm going to remember that. But again, this segment brought to you by Jake's, where actually with these two beers that we're trying, the... Sam Adams Cherry Wheat and the Bells Oberon, 
you can go try them over there. So, nice little segment segue into <laughs> the beers. So, first up, right? You want to? So, okay, let's go back. Let's take a step back. Why are you laughing? What's wrong with you? I am laughing so hard because I want to videotape Ben. He never puts his arms down. He's swinging them all around as he's talking. And I can't. That's my energy and my aura. I can't. I'm dying. <laughs> Don't deny the aura. Put your arms down. I don't know what to do with them. Jesus Christ. Do I it's hold like them out? he's emceeing something. I don't know what's going on here. MC Pop Dot. Okay, I'm going to try to calm down here. So, yeah, oh. MC Pop Dot bringing in you the hits. So, let's go back to last episode. Um, we wanted, or you wanted, a different style of beer on I the podcast. flavored, you, delicious beers. You wanted summer in your face, right? I I'm going to bring you summer to your throat. Okay. In your face. And... Put your arms down. I'm talking. I'm doing that again. Oh my god. He's talking with his hands, people. Well, okay. I'm going. I was gonna say I'm gonna talk with my mouth. <laughs> That's what you really do. All that right. does not make sense. Okay. Let's move on. I know. I'm just rambling. So here we go. So our first beer that we're going to try is Samuel Adams Cherry Wheat from the Samuel Adams brewery over out east the national big dog chain so this is a good one because not only is it a summer beer it's actually year-round but it's just you know from one of the big dogs so let's get into it cherry wheat it's a crisp and fruity with a hint of honey this ale brewed with michigan cherries is light on the palate yet full of surprising depth and flavor the cherries contribute to a tart fruit character, while a touch of honey adds a slight sweetness. All right, and then we'll go down. Okay, Samuel Adams two-row pale malt blend. Munich 10 and malted wheat are the malt varieties included. Munich. Munich 10. Munich 10? Yes. What is that? It's a, it's, a, it's a type of grain. It's basically a more European uh, oh. Grain from the UK, so okay. Different style flavor into the beer. It's just it's just something you can play with when you make uh, when you have you know wheat beer or actually different uh, varieties. So keep going. So availability. It's available year round. Draft six pack, twelve ounce bottles. Special ingredients are Michigan cherries and honey. See, that was I was uh, surprised at. I, you know, when I'm I first also popped surprised this up, about that. Um, I didn't realize that they were Michigan. Let's take a look actually at the bottle. So kind of going the overall of the bottle. It's a little different from years past. It's a nice solid red graphic with cherries and no reference to Michigan. That's weird. Bastards. Hmm. So it is what 5.3% alcohol and 23 IBUs. All right, so it's not going to be as bitter as the other beers from previous podcasts. And it's a summer one. It's a good fruity beer, wheat beer. Let's see. Let's get into it. So set the beer down. We got to do the, the sound. Oh, boy, that's always just like a fart church, right? That was weak. 
Weak sauce. All right. Let's get it into the glass. So we'll do a little pour. Boom. There's yours. Oh, boy. I could have poured that better, maybe. And here's mine. All right. So going on, look. So it says hazy golden. We'll put it up to the light and start really doing a little deep dive. What do you think? Because, I mean, we've had this beer. So a little background. We kind of like this beer. We've had it. Our little spot, some memories, is what Bay City B-dubs, date nighting, looking at each other from across the table with a wing and a cherry wheat. And, uh, a wing making, and a cherry wheat. Making magic moments. So, what do you think? It looks hazy and golden. <laughs> All um, right. It doesn't look overly carbonated, like not tons of bubbles going on in there. Okay. Not a lot of head, not a lot of lace. So, I was a little bit surprised about that. Yeah, I have to agree where that I would kind of ding it just a little bit. Um, I mean, even on the low side, I mean, it's, it's pretty low. Did you so, pour it in a sucky manner, or is this an appropriate pour? I was a little more delicate, you know. I was okay. I was eggshelling it maybe a little bit, but right. I think it could have it could have been better. Um, so I'm I'm gonna ding it for that and um, not user error. Yeah, I mean never is. I mean I'm pretty excellent <laughs> at a lot of things. So <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I mean a little hazy. Yours looks more carbonated than mine does. I wonder if it's the glass. Like look at your glass. You got a lot of bubbleage going on. Yeah. I don't have a lot of bubbleage. Well, I mean, maybe I'm I went, I went a, a hair bit. more aggressive after I seen yours coming out lazy. So Ooh. I tried to make up for it to see if I can get any other reaction. Okay. And so I got a little bit out of it, but still going back to like how you mentioned, like the the head and the lace. Still not we're there. We're still we're matching that. I got a little more carbonation stuck on the side. Who knows? It could be the washing machine, or wash dishwashing machine. Yeah. What? Because that affects bubbles too. If you have a dirty glass, so maybe this glass is funky. Oh but anyway, my God. so, I mean, overall scale, again, of zero to five. So on look, what are you giving it? Um, let's say like a 3.75. 3.75. Um, yeah, overall, I'm going to go three and a half. I, uh, although, I mean, on their website, um, you know, they have the hazy golden, um, you know, with, well, yeah, it's just, there's a few things between, it's, it's matching that, I mean, for the golden, it, it does match that, it's a little deeper, and it just doesn't look as appetizing in the glass, you know, kind of lazy, kind of just sitting there, like it's been out for a while, so that's why I'm going to take a few points off. All right, next one is smell. So what do you think? Cherry wheat, good lord, that is cherry wheat. That's a lot of cherries. That's in your, or it's in my face. What's your sniffer say? Yeah, I smell a lot of cherries. Yes. It doesn't seem overwhelming to me, though, because, I mean, you're expecting it. It's cherry wheat. Oh, yeah. I think it's really strong. It's really strong to me, but, man, it's a good smell. Yeah, like, it is. If this was, like, like something else, like, uh, instead of cherry wheat, if... Yes, Ben. Uh, <laughs> you ready for this? Where are we going with this? <laughs> I mean... What road are we going down? If, I mean, if it was like asparagus wheat, 
it probably wouldn't have been as appealing, but it's cherry wheat, so it's a little sweet, <laughs> nice smell. Okay. All <laughs> I'm right. just saying, like, you know, because, all right, going back to the last pod of flavors that can over overwhelm, like the, the you know, the, the peanut, what, that peanut butter and Cracker Jack. I don't beer. know. You pick that. But I'm just, I'm just saying, this along the lines has really overwhelming smell, but it's a, a really good one. Okay. And that is all. All right. <laughs> so, smell. What do you got? Um, I like the smell. So, I'm just going to go with a four. Just a four? You know, we go up to a five. I know. Okay. I can squeeze in a point something. Okay. No, I'm good. Wow. All right. So, for being a cherry wheat, man, that is a really good, really good solid smell. Uh, I mean, no beer smell with it, though. So when talking about balance, you know, it's... it's That's kind of why I'm digging it, because you can't really smell, like, the malty flavors or anything. You're just really smelling the cherry. Yeah, yeah. You can a, tell it's a wheat beer, but you're smelling all the cherry. Right. And so I'm, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it simple and agree with you. I think with a four, only because... So I would ding it... That's smart. Oh, that just derails everything. Oh, geez. What was I even saying? Keep going. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, I would ding it more, but I love the cherry smell so much that I'm picking it back up and agreeing with my wife. Because she's wonderful. Yeah. He said it before. Did I? You always announce me as your wonderful wife. Oh, boy. Okay. He doesn't even listen to himself talk. <laughs> talk so much. Uh, so I'll give it a four, too. Now, let's go to taste. I'll let you taste first while I, while I talk so we can feel the dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the cat's going to freaking talk right now. He's just staring at us. So, oh, the wheels are turning. It's there. What do you think? It's really smooth. I usually prefer this on draft, but it's really good. Yeah, I'd, I'd Smooth say... Smooth flavor. I want to say over the years, and I mean, it could be just like a palate type thing too. Like, it, this seems like it is so close to draft. Like, you know, in previous years, you know, you get a six pack, you're like, ah, I got to buy some cherries to help add to it. To sweeten it up yeah, a little bit. And, but then when you go to the bar... You get it on draft, and without them adding anything either, it's just, it seemed like sometimes it was a different beer than the six-pack at home, but I think, I mean, this version I, mean, I think they've gotten really it down. Their recipe is down. Yeah, I just thought in years past it was two different beers from draft to bottle, but this is, man, it's really solid. Strong, strong cherry flavor, you know, not as not as balanced as, you know, some other beers, but that's what this one is pretty much you know, known for is, you know, being right there in your face with cherry. So I'm going to go first with taste. The only thing I'm going to ding it with is the balance. You know, like the, you don't get too much of the wheat or the caramel notes from the grain. You know, that blend, you know, it, they do use pale malt as well. I'm just, I'm just not getting as much as that. But yeah, with was, that said, it's so smooth and sweet. I'm, getting, I'm going for. Going to say that the malt varieties, there's so many of them, you would expect it to be a little bit more malty. Um, but it's like a light, a light flavor. Mm-hmm. 
So, zero to five. I'm going to go four and a half because I love Ooh, cherry wheat. Okay. And it is um, a party in a glass. It's oh, so good. And that's why you're married to me there, is that saying? A party <laughs> in a glass. So, we got a different Ashley so far halfway through the beer review. Or beer one beer review. Look at you go. Oh, and you're already taking a second swig. You better. Sorry. All right. So next, we got feel. Okay. So overall mouthfeel, when you take a drink, compared to, I mean, it's American wheat, it's going to be it's going to be lighter, at especially two at 5.3. What do you think? Um, It doesn't have an overwhelming carbonated feel to it, and I don't like beers that do that. It's just really smooth. Mm-hmm. So it's what I would expect from a wheat beer. Yeah, I, it's uh you know you know really smooth yeah no over carbonation, um, you know it's right in there with a the lighter beer at a five point three it just goes down real smooth not a lot of aftertaste either so. And what I don't like about some fruit beers is when you get the fruit beer I want it to be beer with fruit hint mm-hmm. I don't want it to be carbonated cider right labeled as a beer. And right. a lot of them are like that, and I take two sips of it, and I'm like, no, I can't drink this. Mm. I don't like it at all. So this is a beer that tastes like cherries. Right. And they have that down because, so the problem where, like how you're talking about some, you know, some breweries, it almost turns the cider is because, you know, they're kind of, they don't have like the science behind it, basically. So what you have is you're introducing these fruits that have varying sugars in it right and so then when you're converting that and and then they're adding too much sugar at the end you're thinking no it's when the yeast reacts with the unknown amount of sugar from the fruit got it that's where you can get it's too much it's just too much where then that's where it starts tasting more you know higher carbonation also tasting like uh you know like a cousin of a cider right and that's why just because they they can't get that calculation down um and I, I mean, I've experienced adding too much sugar to beers where, um, you know, the yeast overreacts and then fucking blows the top off of my carboy oh, and yep. hits the ceiling. Our poor closets have witnessed that. <laughs> yeah. So that's where, you know, some breweries just, they haven't got it down where, but Sam Adams with the money, the technology they have, you, you can't mess with them. They, they know what they're doing. So side story, we're ah. building a house a few years ago. And we sold our current house um, in six days, which we weren't expecting. Moved into a little two-bedroom apartment um, until our new home was finished. Ben decides to make a beer. (laughs) Ben puts beer in closet. Beer explodes all over the apartment closet everywhere. I'm not sure. rug. Oh, everything. Everything. Because we had very limited storage at the time, so everything was packed full, and everything was beer that day. Yeah. I don't know why I made a beer in in a temporary apartment. (laughs) Because you're Ben. I thought it was a good idea. Because you're Ben. And so, but that issue was contamination of um, my tubing was fucked up, and... It contaminated the beer. The yeast went crazy. Contaminated it, my closet. Yes, and so there was just it was such when it was fermenting, it was just rolling and rolling, and so the sediment got caught in the airlock, and then the pressure had nowhere to go. With that, so contaminated, it went in my winter coat. Yeah, it was bad, and that was like, yeah, what was that was like 
the day or the day before we moved out or it was right because like we didn't go in the closet it was not convenient yeah it was bad anyway all right all right back so to- <laughs> feel back to the feel of the beer so i'm i'm going high i'm going four and a half because i mean for it's a lighter beer it's 5.3 it goes down smooth nice sweet uh you know mouthfeel no lingering it's not too tart all that good stuff Hey, guess what? I'm going to agree with you, too. Let's just do a 4.5 on that one Uh, also. Okay. Next, overall, again, what I like to do is it's considering every part of the beer, the labeling, the, whatchamacallit, the category. Then you go back to look, smell, taste, feel. In a ball, put a bow on it. What do you have for this beer? Zero to five. Focusing. Study for this test. I know. I'm just (laughs) thinking, like, I think I want to give it a 4.75, even though I dinged it on look a little bit. Um, It's one of my favorite beers. You can't go wrong with it. I'm never disappointed. Right. Yeah. I mean, overall, I like the glass. Uh, I'm going to dig it on no fucking uh, Michigan love. Yeah, they should say you know, Michigan cherries. That goddamn is a the little National bit Cherry sad. Festival in Traverse City. You know those shits are coming from up there. And what the hell? But no, no love. Got to keep it just Sam Adams and over there. East Coast love. So, you know, and probably associated with Tom Brady, which I'm a Tom Brady hater. So I'm going to tie that all in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock it down. And with that said, though, love the beer. Good memories with the this beer too nice smooth um i had a few the other day so with that said 4.75 again going to agree with the wife here so let's go over mine so look 3.5 plus smell which was four plus four for taste plus 4.5 for feel and plus 4.75 which brings it to an average of, oh boy, 4.15, which is very high, an outstanding beer. Uh, the wife, she has 3.75 for look, plus 4 for smell, plus 4.5 for taste, plus 4.5 for feel, plus 4.75 for overall, with an average of 4 which I think that falls into the world class. You think this is world class? It's world class. Nice. I like the confidence as we move forward and move on. So, like we do, we want to reference Beer Advocate. Ooh. So. I'm surprised. Yeah, they ding it a little bit. So, Beer Advocate. So, we did, again, 4.15. Ashley's 4.3. And what do you see for Beer Advocate there? They have a 3.16. They have it labeled as just okay. Yeah, that's what I'm surprised, uh, you know, on how they have that ranked. It's a little lower. Uh, I guess my score falls in the exceptional. And then Ashley's, yeah, is in the outstanding, not world class. So, But, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's good to us. I mean, it's a solid summer beer, which we wanted to review here. And the I wonder, I wonder if they're kind of dinging it because it's Sam Adams and it's a bigger corporation type thing. And 
I, I bet you there's a little bit of hate. I yeah, agree a little there. bit of hate there. Because they are, I mean, when you're that big, you get haters, as Papa Dot knows. Oh, let's <laughs> not. Let's not get into that. Oh, all right. You so, know what my son, my four-year-old son, said to his preschool teacher last week? <laughs> During a field trip, he turns to his teacher and says, do you know that my dad's name is Papa Dot? I almost died. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? A YouTube video? Okay. And then I completely removed him from the situation. So, yeah, they they found I have a YouTube channel, which I'm not on there. You don't you know, see my mug or anything. But it's um, I'm a part of a Madden and a, and a golfing league. So Madden, uh, you know, 2019, we have a 14-man uh, you know, Madden League, which is also on the Michigan Podcasting Network. That is with me and Dave McPeak, where we, we talk about our E-League sport. And so I have that. Then also we have a golfing league uh, with the golf, um, what, TG19. And so they found my, or I, I mean, I told them about it. So they went and, and saw my YouTube channel, but it's called Papadot. And all that has is my Madden game. So, but they seen the title and I'm like, what is that? What is that? And I'm like, and you know, their father affectionately refers to himself by that nickname too. It was whether anyone wants to adopt it or not. Oh, it's adopted. It's a thing. Oh, it's a thing, baby. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Papa Dot would like to move on to Obron, Obra, uh, Papa Obron, Papa Ron. Okay. All right. <laughs> Open the beer. So with this one, let's give a little... So we gave a little background. This is, of course, from Bell's Brewery, which we've done a, a, another beer. I think we did the official, which was a nice hazy IPA. We did that on episode probably two, maybe one. Uh, but that's out of Bell's Brewery over in Kalamazoo. And the beer we're doing now is... Obron, which is an American Pale Wheat Ale, and it's at 5.8%, and their commercial description. Have at it. Obron is a wheat ale fermented with Bell's Signature House Ale yeast, mixing a spicy hop character with mildly fruity aromas. The addition of wheat malt lends a smooth mouthfeel, making it a classic summer beer. Made with only four ingredients and without the use of any spices or fruit, Oberon is the color and scent of a sunny afternoon. Damn right. Especially this year's Oberon. Oh, I'm going to be talking about it. We're, we're diving into this one. This is another one. Again, this is summer in your face. This is the summer episode, the summer of love. Okay, let's go and move forward to look but first sound effect please boom so this one is coming in a tall boy can with a nice little graphic of some sunny guy so ready for the pour so i'm going to give this a little bam oh my god papa dot knows what he's doing papa pour right there all right time for mine so Start talking about look while I'm pouring. Um, it has probably about a half inch of head and lace around the side of the glass. 
I was trying. That was victory. Yeah, and it's it's hazy, but not super hazy. A light golden color. Yes, absolutely. Nice carbonation. I mean, just classic, classic gold, like an old, just like an old Stevie Wonder hit. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, you know, loving this beer. Ben's giving this a five across the board. I just, I can see it now. Well, let me, all right, I, let me, you're challenging. Let me, let me give it up. Let me give it a, a little lift to the sky. Oh boy. Oh god damn, I think you're right. I think you might know me. Yeah. I'm giving I it a think five. I might know you. This is an American pale wheat ale. So basically it is very golden, but it has that that nice little haze for that wheat that's uh crept in there. I mean it looks as it should. Your head and lace is just textbook excellence from the pop of pour. Just great overall. I'm giving it a five. Fuck it. That's boom. It's homegrown bells. Love it. What do you got? Zero to five. I say four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Now we get to smell. So we went from cherry to what I'm assuming, or I, which I know it's orange. Citrus. Oh, yeah. Not overpowering, though. I'd say light citrus. I mean, it doesn't hit you like an IPA hits you. Right. And so. What I like about that, it's more balanced. So. Compared Definitely. to what we just did with the cherry wheat, cherries were dangling on my face. This one, <laughs> I was waiting to see if we got that. Uh, this one <laughs> is just a little more balanced. So, um, so with that, I'm giving it, I'm giving it high praise. I'm going, I'm going four and a half. Yeah, I'd say the smell. I, I'm gonna go uh, four. Go four. All right. So next is taste. Have at it. See what you think. For the Bells Obron, what do you got? Oh, going for Swig too? You just just in the zone? So this is, is this summer? Is this summer in your mouth? Yeah, it's really good. I'm sorry. I'm trying to <laughs> taste the different flavors in it, and you're rushing me. I almost threw the pen at you. You know what? Like, when you want to talk, you just keep going. And it's summer in a glass. It's really good. There's like some... I was really trying to catch the um, the specific hints of citrus of what I was tasting. And um, it's just really light and smooth. You really can't pick out specific flavors. But that's what I was trying to do when I was, you know, so rudely... Oh, rude. Told. As a professional Put the broad- glass down as before pro- I hit you with a pen. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, because as a professional broadcaster, I don't like that dead air. You know, it gives me, starts making me twitch. So, <sighs> anyway, taste. I'm loving it. I, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of this one where, I mean, I drink it every year. So, this is another one where Obron is seasonal. So, it just got released a couple weeks back. And that's always the thing of when you go up to the bar, you, you get a glass, and then you kind of talk amongst uh, your other beer-drinking friends of what's different about this year's Obron. Because they do it, there is small variations year to year, and that's always the topic um, you know, during the release. So me personally with this one, I think it's more like citrus-forward. 
Like it has like orange peel, um, you know, and that what coriander really coming through than previous years where, you know, um, you know, I'd say, you know, like a few years back, it'd be just kind of a hint. And then it would come through when the bar would, you know, squeeze on a, you know, an orange peel for you. This one, you don't even need it. It is right there for you. It's saving the bartenders slicing <laughs> it's saving the bartender's time slicing orange peel. So I, I'm I'm digging it. I love the taste. Yeah, I agree. It's good. Alright, so I'm not going crazy over it because oh, I'm I not am. I'm head over I'm not yells. super into pale ale, but it's okay. It's definitely better than like an IPA. I can't do those. Oh yeah, and that's what I mean it's it's all toned down between I mean the category being American pale wheat. There is going to be, you know, some hops in it because I can definitely on the back end taste a little bit more hops, um, you know, compared, you know, to the cherry wheat. But it, it is slightly different categories anyway. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm digging that. It's a little, you know, a little more balanced, but still that Citra Ford, you know, flavor. So I'm going high, four point seven five. What say you, Ashley? What say you? I'm gonna say four point two five. 4.25. All right. All right. So next one, uh, mouthfeel. What do you got when you're taking a swig? Well, what do you I already have? took a couple sips of it, and um, it kind of has a harsh mouthfeel. I don't know. Like, it's pretty carbonated when you got it just sitting there. Okay. Took another swig to see. I mean, because it does have a little bit going on with, uh, you know, what I'm assuming is like the orange peel in it. So, okay, I can kind of see that maybe. I don't know, you're talking bad about my baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so what are you going to say with feel then, with that said? Um, 3.75. Whoa. Disrespect over here. All right, feel. Actually hold it in your mouth, though. Like, put some <laughs> in. <laughs> hold it in your mouth. <laughs> Okay. Don't drink it right away, and then see if you can see what I'm saying. It's a bit carbonated. I get it. Can it kind of bites I, you a little bit? I get what you're saying. I'm not sure if it's carbonation, but it. I I get what you're saying. I'm not sure. Maybe it's the spices. Yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. It's. It's it's there when you when you do hold it, and then uh, you know swallow that for the back end, I guess, of that the mouthfeel, but. I'm still loving this beer. I get what you're saying, but I'm going 4.5. All right. Overall, let's take a look at all the categories. Look, smell, taste, feel, even the presentation. Again, the category. It's 5.8, so it's a little higher, a little creeping up there, which I like because I'm not drinking beer to be uh, just to be hydrated. It's for a purpose. Get a little buzz on this one. Yeah, being a little higher at four or five point eight, can, graphic, digging it. The one thing though, at work, or even probably everywhere, I think Monster actually has one of their energy drinks that has the same um, color combination. Is that teal and orange? Oh. And so it's kind of funny of like always at first glance when this first beer, you know, when this beer is released, it's always just think people are drinking at work, but. Yeah. It's not the case, well, hopefully. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, I like I mean, I, I like the presentation. I like the way it looks. Overall, I'm going again high. I love this beer. It's going to be in my golf bag here next week. 
and it's going to bring me the ships because I'm getting the championships in golf this year. Pop it out's bringing it home. O'Brown on his back. What do you got for overall? I'm going to give it a four. Go with a four. Okay. So let's bring us to the summary, getting the handy-dandy calculator out. So 5 plus 4.5 for smell, plus 4.75 for taste, plus 4.5 for feel, plus 4.5 for overall. Brings me to an average of, good lord, that is high, 4.65. Going over to Ashley... How about you read? Let's get let's get that. For voice. look, I have four point five. Smell, I have four. Taste, I have four point two five. Feel, I have three point seven five, and overall four. And that brings your average to a four point one, which is pretty good. So let's go over to Beer Advocate, which with seven thousand one hundred twenty-eight. Um, actually, this would be skewed, though, because every year, O'Brien is re-released. And right, this, and they this could score have been just, Yeah, this score just carries over every year. So how many ratings does a beer typically have, like like an Amazon review or something like that? Like, are they in the 10,000s usually, or like if... Uh, it all depends, because, well, uh, I guess a few different things. The size of the brewery, like with... You know, with Bells being one of the bigger ones in the whole country. Oh, okay. You know, they just get more, they have advertising, they got more reviews. Um, but also on here, it depends on where you review, because, mm-hmm. you know, Untapped is really huge. Oh, okay. Um, Rate Beer is the other one, and Beer Advocate, are those are your top three. Okay. I use Beer Advocate, but then I also use, I use Untapped when I'm on the go, because the mobile app is just better. Like, okay. Like, like, seriously, Beer Advocate didn't get their shit together, like, until, like, six months ago. On their app, it's it's just crazy how they they drop the ball on that with Untapped just dancing around for years. Um, so yeah, I mean it all depends. Like if you go to Untapped, you can see my beers. I add my beers. Oh boy! With their cool names mm-hmm. and my cool brewery uh, name. Um, so yeah, it all depends. But this one, Beer Advocate has this at three point eight two out of five, which they label as a very good. Uh, us, let's go to the tote board. It is, with mine as being a 4.65, where in the hell did that go? Up here. Which I have it as world class, which oh, I... Oh, you do. I agree with. And then you have it at 4.1, which you, is ranked exceptional. Um, I mean, I agree. I mean, this is just one of my beers I look forward to every year. I mean, Bell's as a whole is my my favorite brewery. You know that that distributes. I mean, of course, my second favorite is Mackinac Brewing Company in Traverse City, for overall, you know, top to bottom, you know, kind of tap list, I guess, or beer list, because between you know Two Hearted, Oberon, um, Hop Slam, even their their Porter. I mean, it's just all real good. So big fan of Bell's, and I'm happy you're a fan of this one. I should keep it in the fridge. What do you think? Yeah, I liked it. So you can see this hit by the pool, kind of. I think I definitely want an orange slice. I like it to be a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Okay. But no, bad. I like it. No, it was fun. This is summer in your face, listeners. It's the start. I mean, even though like today, uh, 
We're supposed to have baseball games, and they were canceled due to just shitty weather, cold and rain. But eventually, these beers are going to come into play with the good weather, and we're going to be sitting, what, drinking these on the porch, right? Yeah. Maybe we'll do a porch episode. Ooh. We'll shock you guys. Shock you guys. <laughs> yeah, with that one, I think it'd be kind of cool because, you know, one of these times, uh, you know, typically we do these, what, on a weekday? Yeah. You know, we're sitting, we, for the most part, I think we start drinking during the pod. We're going to have to have a little sassy, a little sassy, uh, collars up kind of pod where I'll start drinking, you know, before I mentioned the beer before the beer. I mean, the pack before the pack, I had six pack before the pod. Hanging out in our anti-gravity chairs, just defying gravity. <laughs> just defying science <laughs> in the universe. We might get sucked into a black hole. <laughs> because... <laughs> so I, I think that's a great idea. As soon as it gets a little warm, we just keep yapping on the porch, half drunk. We got to give you a drunk episode, or at least me. You're a little more responsible, <laughs> so <laughs> you can you can hit the buttons here, and I'll just. I'd rather not our our neighbors come out and say, "What the hell are they doing?" <laughs> yeah, I know. but they got to get to know us a little more. They got a microphone. They're sitting on the porch with beers and a computer. What is going on? Oh, I know it'd be oh that'd be funny though just see their face, but oh boy, maybe we get a guest spot. Maybe. All right, so I guess that does it. For this week's Craft Beer News and Reviews podcast. Again, we love, really, we love Cherry Wheat. We loved Oberon. Nothing to shit on here. I guess this week, reviews were constipating. <laughs> constipating? <laughs> Isn't that what that is? Choice of words. Like, I only have a few words that are more than like three syllables. <laughs> constipated. What do Boom. you think? What do you think constipated means? I thought it means you can't poop. Yeah, it does. But what does that have to do with beer reviews? That oh, let me t- let me break it down. That means we didn't shit on anything. <laughs> we didn't shit on a beer because it was constipated reviews. You are awful. That, that makes sense. And why is a cat <laughs> clawing at shit during the podcast? <laughs> Jesus, where's a watch this? Here we go. Oh no! Here's a pillow for you. Move it. <laughs> But that doesn't make sense. I mean, that makes sense. All right. I guess that does it for this week again. <laughs> for Ashley. We're going to get Ben some hooked on phonics here, get his vocabulary up. Yeah, I mean, I'll dominate some words with friends. <laughs> All right. So that that's it again for Ashley. I'm Ben. This is Craft Beer News and Reviews. See you next Peace week. Out. All right.